rising UFC welterweight, Anthony Rocco Martin. Thank you so much for the time, man. Uh, second time in the, I think the last two months we, we've talked. Uh, how is uh, everything going on? You're in Vegas. Let me know what's, uh, why are you there so early? <laughs> Thanks for having me on, buddy. Nice talking to you again. Now I'm out here just to just get a little, these last two weeks, get a little change of scenery, get acclimated because it has a little bit of a, uh, the elevation out here is a little bit different. The air is a little different here because it's a little drier. So I just wanted to get acclimated. And then uh, I also have my longtime coach, Brock Larson, in town. So he's out here. And then Tyson comes in. So just to get get back and we all get the same game plan that me and Jakao have been running for the last 14 weeks. So it's more just to get a little change, you know, get these good vibes out here, get some good good heat, good sun, and, and just enjoy these these next two weeks until the fight. How is the environment in Vegas? Is Are there people out there on the strip? Or is it still a ghost town? I, I mean, we haven't went on the strip yet, but they haven't opened or nothing yet. So everything's closed. I think they're actually opening the, the strip on like a couple days before my fight, like the fourth or something like that. So hopefully, you know, I, I go in there, whip some ass, and then I, I'm not scared. I'll go out. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. So I'll go out and, and enjoy the town a little bit and see, see, see how it goes. Yeah, um, I feel like people now it's you can go out and, and kind of just be safe, right, and not really yeah. worry too much. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's just we've waited long enough. We gave it long enough time to, to, to flatten the curve. And, I mean, flattening the curve was never set to kill the virus. Like, you knew the virus wasn't going to die like that. So it, it's time to get back to, to the real world and, and, and know what we, we do on a normal basis. 14 weeks, that is a, a very long time to be in camp. Did you take a little like short breaks in between when you finally, when you, let's say when you got your uh, UFC Lincoln fight canceled, did you decide to take a couple of days off or no? Because every time I thought I was fighting a couple of weeks later. So, you know, I was going to fight on the 25th. Right. And then I almost jumped in on the 18th because I thought the 18th was still going to go through. And then, uh, I almost fell into that card, but the day that I was about to take the fight, they, they canceled the whole card. So then I'm like, shit. And then I'm thinking I'm going to fight the ninth or the, 13th or the 16th and then all that fell through i mean i, I didn't know they couldn't get me a fight so i was like damn it so then they're like all right you're gonna fight the 23rd my are perfect then the 23rd got moved to the 30th so then i'm like they're like all right you're fighting the 30th again i'm waiting i'm waiting and finally like all right we offered the fight to neil magny for the 30th let's see what he says and i, I don't know i don't know what if he, if he said he could fight june 6th or if they decided let's just have you fight on june 6th then all of a sudden, my manager's like, all right, it's a done deal June 6th. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the hell's going on, but it's time for me to fight. So every time I'm thinking I'm like three, four weeks out of a fight, so I never had any, I never took any time off or anything, no. So was Neil Magny the the opponent the whole time? No. I mean, I just got an opponent maybe a week ago now, so not even a week ago. Or what's today, Tuesday? I think a week ago is when I kind of knew that I was going to fight Neil Magny, so... Uh, I'm excited though, man. I think it's a, it's the right fight. It's the fight I feel like I deserve. And it's the opportunity that I, I was hoping would present itself after, you know, the, the, the Zawada fight uh, obviously got canceled. And I was just like, man, I, I feel like this is more of the fight type of fight that I deserve. We spoke about that last time and uh, you were kind of confused about the matchup, but it all works out man, for you. Uh, sometimes it does. It, it's just funny that way. Right. Just sticking to the path, man. You stick to that yeah. that path of doing stuff the right way. I feel like uh, that's when, when good things come your way. So I, I think that there's a long time I was sticking on this path of training every day, uh, being ready for, 
to fight. I was trying to fill in for the UFC multiple times. Uh, and, you know, I try to fill in for that Uriah Hall fight even. So, I mean, I, I was trying to help out. So I think they realized, all right, let, let's get this guy the opportunity that he's earned. And uh, so I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm excited. I think it, it it's setting up to – I think this is my moment right here. The Uriah Hall fight, you were about to jump in on like two days? I tried to, yeah. I, text, I texted Sean that night. I'm like, listen, because it was that night, so I couldn't make it there for weigh-in. So I was like, listen, I don't know if you guys want me to just come down and fight or if you guys want to push the fight to Wednesday or Saturday. But I'll come down and fight. You know, I was just like, in my brain, I'm like, man, I've been in there sparring with Douglas Lima. So I'm like, I'm not really worried about anyone striking right now. Uh, so I knew, I mean, it presented obviously difficulty with the weight. And he's a very good striker and bigger than me. But I was like, nah, man, I've been training with Douglas. I'll, I'll be in there and do my thing. So having the UFC tell you stay ready and then they tell you all these dates, I guess that keeps you motivated throughout the 14 weeks. I mean, it was tough, though. I mean, I was motivated, but it was also like, so what happens like at three weeks out is usually like I'm, I'm trying to peak, you know, so I'll start mm -hmm. to peak that week to relax the last two weeks. I mean, I was hitting that three weeks, three weeks training like four times. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, guys, I'm, I'm starting to fall apart mm -hmm. over here. So, I mean, it was kind of like just a little draining, just like uh, not knowing if they even had a specific date. Like if it was like, listen, no matter what, you're going to fight this day. And if you don't fight, we're going to pay you. Then it's like, then you're motivated. But it was hard to be like, shit, I'm not sure if I'm fighting or when I'm fighting. So that part was tough, but I just knew even Jacal was like, listen, you're already in shape, man. Let's stay in shape. Let's keep grinding. Uh, let, let, let's not sway from the path at all. And, and something, something's good is going to come your way, and, and it did. Well, when you go into a camp, right, like a normal camp would be around eight weeks, uh, you get to prepare for a certain opponent. Do you like yeah. this aspect of having a guy come in maybe two weeks out and just you don't you know him and you've seen him yeah. fight but right. you, you're not really game planning for him are you or, or is it different for you no i mean i think that i'm just like a well-rounded fighter you know what i mean where mm -hmm. I, like my style of fighting is like wherever the fight brings me is where i go mm -hmm. so i don't feel like there's any i don't need a specific body type to get me ready for fights you know what i mean or i, I don't need my exact opponent's body type to get me ready because i just fight i go in there i my game plan's always the same. It's like, hey, establish my strike. Do do my skills on the feet. If they're not working, let's grapple. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that's a that's a simple game plan. But uh, obviously, he's got a different different body type. You know that I'm not. It's hard to even find. I don't even know how exactly you find a body type like that. So it, it just presents. I think that the way we train there, uh, you know, in Atlanta, we have so many different body types already that I think I'm ready for anyone. You know, and I knew. That's why I wasn't stressed too much about getting an opponent. I was more stressed about just, listen, just tell me a for sure day that I'm going to fight no matter what, and I'd be happy, you know. And uh, so I was just staying ready. And I, the way we train, we we do everything, man. And I, I think that I'm, I, I got a high skill level at, at everything that we do. So I'm ready. So adapting is a big part of your game then when you go in there and you fill them out and, and then react yep. to what yep. they're giving you. Yeah, and it took it was experience, you know. I think that mm -hmm. I was over game planning. I was telling people that I was mm -hmm. over game planning in the beginning of my career, and I was kind of taking away my skills, you know. I was being like so worried about what they're doing, you know, and I'd be like, oh, this is what they're doing, this is what they're doing, and then all of a sudden I'd be thinking more in this fight and then instead of just fighting, you know. Instead I just go out there, listen, this is what I'm gonna do. If it doesn't work, then I'll switch it up, you know. Then then we'll we'll, we'll go to what where we're where else it's either it's a simple game. I mean, MMA is there's a lot of stuff that's happening very fast in there, but it's really, listen, I'm, I'm trying to hit you and not get hit. That's my game plan. I'm trying to hit you, not get hit. 
then I'm gonna, if I got to push the pace, I got to push the pace. If I got to grapple, I got to grapple. I feel like it's a, for me, it's a simple, simple game plan that I stick to every fight. Do you see yourself having the advantage more on in the stand up or on the ground? Because Neil, he likes to do both. Yeah. No, I think that he he's a well-rounded fighter, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's like a, a master anywhere. I don't think he's like an elite level anywhere. You know what I mean? I think that he's just, other than cardio, man, he's got really good cardio. So his output's high. So he's got high output. And I just got to go in there knowing, like, I just can't let him outwork me. You know, it's kind of a thing where I just can't let him outwork me. And I think that I'm better everywhere. So I think it's just one of those things where if I get lazy, I think that that's when uh, I can start losing the fight is if I get lazy in there. And uh, so I got to go in there mentally sharp and and ready to know that it could be a war, man. It could be just like a, I got to win those little battles in there. And, and that just comes from not letting him outwork me not giving him anything cheap, you know, not, not giving him anything free and making it, I got to make him work. So anything he wants to do to me, I got to make him work as well. Yeah. If you look back at, uh, Neil's record, he's beaten yep. guys that he wasn't supposed to beat. It seems like a lot of guys underestimate him and, and yeah. take little bits and periods during the fight off. And that's when Neil takes over. Do you have, have you watched his tape? Yeah. I've watched a lot of his fights and, and it's exactly, I think that this is what I was saying that he was like one of the, not the first generation of it, but one of those guys that has shown the evolution of MMA where I feel like it's so much cardio based now mm. where you could be possibly not even, even close to the best striker, best grappler, best wrestler. He's like the epitome of this. I think where you don't got to be the best at any of those anymore. You have to go. If you have crazy cardio and you could push the pace, you can make those guys make a lot of mistakes. And, and I think that's, he was a master of capitalizing. He's a master at, capitalizing and breaking guys it was the same thing in his last fight versus lee i think that lee is technically might be a, a better fighter and uh maybe i mean lee's kind of like that guy that's just really tough too but i'm just saying like i think that he has an ability to break you and, and it's breaking you where he's touching you from spots where you're not used to getting touched and he's just always in your face making you work no matter what and he's so long where it's always like you're always got to be engaged where a lot of people like to, to hit and then move out and then you're kind of sitting on the outside, but he's in your face. So it's kind of a, one of those fights where I think that showed the evolution of MMA switching more to a cardio based, uh, uh, fighting. Um, but that's where I think, I, I don't think I have any problem, especially in a 15 minute fight. I, I don't see myself even getting close to gas. And even if I got tired, I don't, I don't, I don't see him winning two rounds. Yeah. Well, your, your training partners are all like cardio machines, you know, Douglas and Diego, yeah. they, they, they last forever. So I'm pretty sure you're used to that. No, they, I mean, and those guys are taking turns on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not even like, we're, we're like, we'll do you. And I can, man, I get tired. I, I can still, like, I can still grapple forever when I'm tired right now. So I'm just like, I'm not, I think honestly, if, unless I just let him walk me down and, and bully me, I think if you let him bully you around a little bit, that's when you start melting. And that's when, I felt like Lee started reaching to grab him and it started like overusing, trying to tried so hard to take him down. Cause he felt like he was getting hit. Cause he's not used to getting hit where he was getting hit. And I'm just like, no, nah, I'm going to go in there and know I'm going to get hit. I know it's going to be, I know he's got good cardio and I don't know, man, I, I, I I'm ready for 15 minutes, but I, I could easily see me, me finishing this fight. You're, you're in Vegas. You're at the PI. I, I saw something online about the PI where there's some kind of scheduling conflicts with the fighters. Like, is it, is it difficult there right now? Well, I don't know. I mean, from what I've been hearing is that, so the mornings, if you don't, if you're not in fight week, so right now I'm not in fight week, morning times are for you. And then night times will be for the fight week people. Um, but then also, I also heard a rumor where 
the fighters aren't going to be able to go to the PI and that the PI is going to have to go to them to, to do work and trifecta will be there and stuff. But, uh, I mean, so far I've been here, I've gotten, I've gotten in and scheduled, you know, getting, getting my little dings that I have, you know, healed up while I'm there. I'm getting, I'm training in the morning and they're cooking my meals and stuff. They're, they're taking, they're taking really good care of me. So I'm happy and, uh, I'm excited, man. Yeah. Getting, going in there and getting those dings and like massages. And I think that's a huge advantage leading up to a fight. Yeah. That's how I was, even I told you, Kyle, I'm like, you know, we've been in camp for so long You know, I'm in shape. I'm ready to go. We've been game planning for 14 weeks to fight anybody. So I'm like, I'm ready, man. So I'm just like, I'm going to go out here. Let's heal the body for these two weeks and just feel right and go into this fight at a hundred percent. You know, you guys are kind of in similar positions. You're like right at the edge of the ranking. So if you yep. win, that means that kind of propels you into somebody in the rankings. Do you see yourself like under the circumstances of what the world is right now? Do you see yourself being more selective with who you fight next? Or do you just want to get another fight in and, and, and get paid? Yeah, so I was, I was seeing the UFC rankings right now. It's ridiculous. They got they have Pettis ranked at 15th. First <laughs> off, he shouldn't even be at 170. And he doesn't belong in the rankings. They got Conor McGregor at 14, which again, I'm like, Conor's not a 70-pounder. He's never come up to 170 and fought a 70-pounder. Nate's not a 70-pounder. I don't care what anyone says about Nate. Nate's a tough fighter. I'm not saying he's not a tough fighter, but he's not a 70-pounder. All right? He just got in there. He fought Masvidal. And anyone that could watch that fight, he got his ass whooped. You know what I mean? Masvidal beating the shit out of his ass. And Masvidal's not even that big of a 70-pounder. So I'm like, I, I think those three shouldn't be in the rankings. So I think that easily we should put Magni in at like 13. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I should be like 15, right, right there at that 15 mark. So, I mean, I think that after I, I – if I take out Magni, I would be shocked if I'm not in the rankings – and then, I, and then that's my last fight in my contract, you know? So this is uh, this is my last fight going in the contract. And the most important thing is, to me, is getting the right opponent. And the right opponent is only someone that's going to be in the rankings. So I, I, I won't re-sign if I'm not going to get someone in the rankings. I, I mean, the money's secondary to me, you know what I mean? I, I don't fight for the money. So if, if obviously, I don't want to be robbed. You know, I don't want to be taken advantage of because that's – because if they like, oh, he doesn't really care about money – off from a shit contract, but I'm just like, I want what I deserve. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So if I destroy Magni, I deserve a guy that's in the top 15. And I won't, I won't sign a contract unless I see the name and, and uh, with a guy that's ranked top 15. And I think that that's the only thing that would keep me in the UFC right now. So this fight against Magni is the last fight on your current deal. So you're going in into this fight like. A lot of other guys have been doing. They're going into yeah. their last fight in their contract, not re not re-signing. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not trying to like do it for like negotiations or, mm -hmm. or try to be like. I'm not trying to go into free agency and, and test the waters to see what I'm worth or, or anything like that right now. You know, my my goal and my drive right now is to be the UFC champion, and uh, mm -hmm. I, I I think that I've taken the right steps to, to start propelling my way to uh, contention, and I've been trying to put some weight on. I think that was a something that was a, is something that could really propel me into that top 10, top five and, and, and push me into 2021 trying to chase down a title shot. So in my brain, until that dream's dead, there's no point in me trying to, to chase the money, you know? So, so my, my, my drive right now is not to chase the money and it's nothing against other organizations at all. I just, my dream's always been to be the UFC champion and, and that's, uh, that's my goal. And that's the only reason why, again, that I won't resign unless I'm fighting someone in the top, in the top 15. Yeah, well, you know, since moving up to welterweight, if you win this fight, you'll be six and one. That's like incredible in the division 
this division right. is crazy stacked. So yeah, hopefully everything works out and and you get you know the next opponent. I say, hey, you beat Magni, you fight Pettis. That's a big name. That's, he's in there. Shit, I'll take Why not? I take Pettis apart, man. There's no way. Like he's he's too small. He's he's got no cardio. He's got no heart anymore. And he's I'm telling you, he's clocked out. I don't think he would even take the fight. But uh, I would love that fight. <laughs> They're gonna give me Pettis. Uh, you know, on that platter, I'll take him for sure. So, uh, man, I'm, I'm focused on Magny. I think that that I, I truly think that Magny would absolutely destroy Pettis as well. So, in my brain, I'm going in this fight being like, Magny's legit, man. He, he was ranked like seventh in the world at one point, and uh, he, he's no joke. Like you said, you know, he, he's beat Calvin Gastelum, he beat uh, Johnny Hendricks, uh, Carlos Conde. I mean, this guy's this guy's not any slump. You know, he's a, he, I could talk all the shit I want about him, or, or say like his skill level is not 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 nearly on mine. And uh, then the day June sixth, I got to go out there and prove it. And uh, I do know that he's gonna he's gonna test me, I, but I also think that he's gonna bring out the best of me. That's why I love this sport, man. You talk all the shit, but you gotta go out there and prove it. That's what at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. All right, well June sixth, UFC two fifty. Las Vegas, man. Thank you so much, uh, Rocco, for the time. And good luck on the fight, man. Good luck on everything that's uh, going to be coming in the future for yourself. And, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a fun fight. I like this matchup. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate it. You know, we'll have to get together after this fight.